0: Welcome back, friends. James Corbett here at CorbettReport.com with your edition of Propaganda Watch for this week. And this week we're going to look at the subject of shadow banning. And I'm sure you have all heard of the subject of shadow banning by this point, but for the two or three people in the audience who have not yet heard about it, this is the uh, idea on various social media platforms of making it so that someone can post content, but that content will not be seen by other people, even those who are ostensibly following their output. And this happens in a number of different forms, on a number of different outlets, and admittedly so. For example, uh, I was going to say last year, in fact it's two years ago now, back in 2018, Facebook admitted that we demote individual posts, etc., that are reported by Facebook users and rated as false by fact-checkers. This means they lose around 80% of any future views. We also demote pages and domains that repeatedly share false news. So Facebook admits to this practice. Twitter has long denied, it insists, even on its blog posts that are still available and still public today, that they do not shadow ban. However... Uh, former software engineers and others have been caught on tape admitting that Twitter does indeed shadow ban uh, posts. Uh, for example, Abinov Vardevu, a former software engineer at Twitter, was uh, caught on tape saying the idea of shadow ban is to ban someone, but they don't know that they've been banned because they keep posting, but nobody can see their content. Uh, people just think nobody is engaging with their content, when in reality nobody is seeing it. And he goes on to say, this is a risky thing, because if it gets out, it's very bad PR for the company. So, well, it certainly was bad news when that uh, that leaked footage was, uh, was put on the internet. Uh, Reddit openly engages in shadow banning, uh, whereby, again, a user who is logged in can post... Uh, a new post or a comment uh, on any given subreddit, but that will not be seen unless approved by a moderator of that subreddit. The person who is logged in can still see their comment, and it exists as if it's there, um, but no one else, no one uh, will will be able to see it. So the shadow banned user can log out and then look and see that their comment isn't showing up to see that that's taking place. So, as I say, shadow banning is something that's taking place on pretty much every major social media platform these days. And YouTube? Oh, yes. YouTube. GooTube, as I like to call it. Well, uh, in fact, we have this in from uh, Tim, a listener who wrote this email under the subject line, GooTube. Hi, James. I've been a a huge fan for a few years. Thank you for all the well-researched presentations. I realized today that it's been months since I've seen any of your content. GooTube has shadow banned you. And breaking habits, I finally got on your site. I really have missed your content. Thanks again. Stay safe. All right. Well, thank you for that, Tim, and thank you for bringing that to my attention. Of course, you are not the first person to bring this to my attention, uh, and I'm assuming you won't be the last. But it is important to make this to take this as an opportunity to make this very conscious that yes, these social media platforms, YouTube, and all the others are consciously manipulating you into forgetting about this or that particular content producer, because they're just not appearing in your feed anymore. In fact, it was something that even, uh, I think, Luke Rakowski mentioned in one of our recent interviews, I don't see you on my feeds anymore, it's like you don't exist. And that is precisely the point. In fact, I want to bring this back down to a specific word that Tim used in that email there, where he said, breaking habits I finally got on your site. Well, Thank you for that, and that is precisely why I have stressed over and over and over and over again for many years now, if you are watching me only on YouTube or any other social media platform, you are going to lose me at some point. And perhaps you already have, <laughs> but assuming you are still hearing my voice right now, if you are not at least bookmarking the Corbett Report so that you can go there in the future, you will lose my voice, because absolutely they are going to make it more and more evident that this content is being shadow banned. And uh, it is happening. I hear all the time from people, uh, I'm suddenly being unsubscribed. Even though I'm subscribed to your channel, I'm being unsubscribed automatically, and I have to keep resubscribing. Or or your, your new videos aren't showing up in my feed, uh, even though I'm subscribed. Uh, I'm hearing that all the time. So it's interesting that it comes back to that that idea that Tim cites there, breaking habits, I finally got onto your site. It is about habits, and that should be ringing a bell for anyone who is interested in the subject of propaganda, because it is something that I have cited before, and stressed, been at great pains to stress in the past, but will stress again, because it is so important. Namely, the observation made in the very beginning of the, the book on propaganda, called Propaganda by Edward Bernays that I've cited numerous times on this podcast. Let's do it again. The opening lines of chapter one, Organizing Chaos. But, uh, I mean, it's, it's a very important book. I hope people will read it. Uh, the very opening lines are, The conscious and intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses is an important element in democratic society. Those who manipulate this unseen mechanism of society constitute an invisible government, which is the true ruling power of our country. These words written a century ago and being absolutely as relevant today as they were back then, perhaps even more so. And amazingly enough, although it is there in black and white, still there are very few people in the general public who understand this extremely important concept. And what does he bring it down to? The intelligent manipulation of the organized habits and opinions of the masses. They know that people are such creatures of habit that even when it becomes 100% explicitly clear to them that this or that content creator is being shadow banned and is not being presented to them, well, they just kind of go away. You don't see them, you don't think of them, and you're still just gonna continue scrolling through the Twitter feed or through the YouTube recommendations or whatever it is. You're still going to keep doing that to find new information, even when you know that they are blocking certain information from you because habits, because habits. That's essentially what is going on. It is not a, a particularly complicated trick. It's in fact, not much of a trick at all, but it uh, relies on a pretty mundane fact about human nature, that people are creatures of habit, and when something is just taken out of their feed, eh, well, it's still got to go through my feed. I still ha- I'm still i still devoted to this feed. And changing my habit to, I don't know, actually go to CorbettReport.com to see what's posted there rather than ra- waiting for GooTube to hand it to me... Ah, I mean, I'm not making fun of people because I know that everyone only has a limited amount of time and I don't want to add something new to my routine. But that's exactly the point. And in fact, uh, Bernays does go on to stress this again in chapter 9. I think this is an important uh, uh, paragraph. The great enemy of any attempt to change men's habits is inertia. Civilization is limited by inertia. Uh, That, again, very profound point and uh, very well put. Yes, inertia essentially is what is going to drive the alt media into the ground if the social media purveyors will have their way, because, eh, who wants to break the inertia? I mean, I've already got Twitter and YouTube and Facebook set up. I don't want to have to actually bother to check other websites or find a new way of collecting information. Ugh, that's so much work. So... I want to make this very explicit because I want people to know that, in a sense, you are making a conscious choice when you are continuing to rely on outlets that you know, you know, 100% they admit they are taking certain information and saying, oh, you don't deserve to see that information, and keeping it from you. If you continue to use those sites and rely on those sites to curate this information from you, then you are explicitly, consciously choosing to be misinformed or disinformed. And uh, so my, I cannot stress how much my hats off to people like Tim, who take that extra step to break that habit and that conditioning, and to oh I think you know what I'll actually go to his site to find his material. I mean that is an extremely important step, and don't don't underestimate that the uh, the power of breaking a habit like that and forming a newer, healthier habit is so incredibly important. And it really can be the difference between people being lost in the MSM disinformation bubble or escaping from that bubble. Because uh, the bubble is... The the bubble of... uh, unreality of the past couple of decades where this kind of alternative information has been relatively easily accessible is coming to an end. (laughs) Newsflash, I'm sure you might have caught on to this by now, but it is coming to an end and it's it's not necessarily going to be the overnight they're just going to suddenly uh, uh, censor and take off thousands of YouTube channels and whatever else. It's not necessarily going to be that. It's going to be just closing the loop on those algorithms and tightening up the shadow bands until you just don't see it anymore. And you don't see it. You don't think about it. And you can't think about it. Think about that. That's going to do it for this week. James Corbett, Report.com.